found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. We're rip-roaring, ready to roll. Matt's in his U.S. Capitol shirt. Yes, I am. And uh, good to see you. Great to see you, buddy. So here we are. Last night, boy, the fair was... I think they're going to set attendance records. It kind of feels like Monday was yeah. packed. I'm yeah, sure last night yeah. was, too. Just unbelievable, the number of folks. Of course, the weather, you couldn't ask for much better. Yeah. Of course, it's always warm at fair time. We know that. Should be. But last night, there was a nice little breeze going. and uh, Yeah. You know, so. And see, then, the assignment went to Lloyd Knight. <laughs> From the Cass County pork producers because the schedule indicated they were just doing pork burgers. Ah. And when I got there, I grabbed a double pork burger. Mm. Same price as last year, by the way. Wow. How about that? So you can get a double for four bucks. Yeah. Okay. So I had that sit in the pavilion enjoying myself, talking to myself. <laughs> and um, Sure. <laughs> so I go up, begin the broadcast, and... A little later on in the broadcast, Lloyd shows up, and he's yeah. got a pork chop. And he says he was assigned to go up there and tell me that they have their entire menu available. Ah. So they had the pork chops. They had the burgers. Wow. They had the uh, pork tenderloin. All of it was available last night. And that was the pork producer's food booth. Yeah. Which is kind of catty corner from the pavilion. Yes. So, you know, I mean... I, it was just, uh, you know, folks were in line, and it was just an amazing you know, spectacle of sure, people. Sure, So that'll uh, continue again today, of course. And um, Workman and Associates Day today. All right. At the fair. More judging, of course. Lots of uh, judging going on. That's what a fair's all about. And then um, they have the entertainment today, the 4-H Llama Costume Contest. Dress your llama up in a suit and you go out and you know, with your llama. Sure. And the Leaping Llama Show. The uh, interesting tidbit tonight, Little Miss Cowgirl and Mr. Cowboy. Ah, yes. You know, there's lots of royalty out there. I had a chance to talk to the Junior Miss. Mm. And, you know, I mean, there's a lot of royalty out at that fair yeah so they'll do that then it's um hubie ashcraft on the outside stage 7 30 till 10 okay the featured uh booth today pork producers that'll be from noon till eight so and all their products are available <laughs> and all their products enjoy them so that's um uh, but it's been a uh, Wonderful uh, week of weather, for yeah, sure. For sure. Now, we've got just a slight risk. Now, does yours include this yes. now? Okay. Yeah. Slight risk of rain. Yeah. Little system kind of coming down through the northern portion of the state that could affect us. Could, maybe not. We'll see. Okay. We'll see what happens. So, you're back at the fair tonight. Yes, I am. You're on a Hoosier country. Yep. I did keep it straight last night. I never said the wrong... Well, that's good. Yeah, I <laughs> kept that straight anyway. I'm really proud of you. Yeah. So, <laughs> so tonight, Matthew here on Who's Your Country. Mm -hmm. Here's a lady from Kentucky. Had to be hospitalized after she picked up a dollar 
that she later theorized was laced with drugs. Oh, no. Renee Parsons' body went completely numb after she was handling this dollar bill in the car. Wow. Her husband quickly rushed her to the hospital. She passed out. Despite her allegations, police say no traces of fentanyl were discovered on that dollar bill. So I don't know what happened to her. Wow. The moral of the story, the police say, or Renee is sticking to her story. She says, the moral of the story, I don't care if it's a $20 bill or a $100 bill. Don't touch it. (laughs) I'm going cashless. A department spokesperson added that they didn't find any drug residue on that bill and planned to dispose of it. I'll take it to, you know, put it in the machine, give myself a snack. (laughs) So I don't know what happened to her, but uh, something happened. Right. Evidently, it was spontaneous to picking up that dollar bill. Hmm. Maybe it was subliminal. I don't know. I don't know, man. Now, here's another thing to be aware of. Using a self-serve checkout counter could get you framed for stealing. Really? Attorney and influencer Carrie Jernigan, she often shares legal advice to her 1.2 million followers on TikTok, argues that stores are using security footage at the register to accuse innocent customers of theft. She says as a criminal defense attorney, I advise most people to steer clear of self-checkout. Of course, you do that because you don't want to stand in line. Right. She says there are three groups of people being charged with shoplifting using self-checkout. First group, those with the intent to steal. Those sophisticated thieves still get away with it. Weight sensors and cameras have made stealing a bit more difficult. Right. Second, she calls the theft-by-mistake group. Those are the folks that she genuinely thinks just forgot to scan an item. Listing an example of accidentally leaving something at the bottom of the shopping cart, despite the potentially innocent mishap. I know I scanned the CV. I know I did, right? (laughs) These folks frequently face charges because the big box stores aren't going to spend their time and resources trying to figure out if you did it on purpose. Hmm. Then the third groups, the people she called the truly innocent. Most of those people are not getting charged the day of. Rather, their predicament begins when someone in the asset protection department of a store starts counting inventory, perhaps days, weeks, or months. And they find out that they've come up short, so they'll begin watching hours and hours of video to see the last person who checked out with the Mario Lego set because they're too short. Or an Xbox. And for some reason, they pinpoint that, that you did it. So be careful. Charges could land you in jail up to a year. I feel like if you scanned it and paid for it, that would not be that hard to trace back and prove. Well, yeah. You know. No, I, you know, they always tell you, keep your receipt. I, right. You know. So anyway, for something like an Xbox, I, I probably would like. I'd probably have that around. Yeah, yeah, you keep that. You want to, you know. But are they really going to scan hours and hours for a Mario Lego set? 
they evidently I'll do. find them. I know I will. <laughs> I'm on the case. <laughs> and evidently they're assigned specifically to go through all that footage. Right. All right, hot sample. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled for a Lego set. So don't get past me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'll scan hours and hours of video footage. <laughs> now that's under the you know the big box store, but what about the checkout for groceries? Hmm. See, because I'm sure that happens quite frequently for as sure. well. You know, so right. Anyway, I don't really like the self checkout unless I've got just like two, three, four items. Right, and then you know. Because if you've got a bunch of, especially if you're doing your grocery shopping and you're doing it all on your own, yeah, that's risky. Hmm. Oh, forgot to scan that blue bonnet margarine. <laughs> you're going to jail. You're going to jail. <laughs> it's six because everything's better with blue bonnet on it. <laughs> you're okay, right. It is. It's six thirty-one. We'll be back with more tidbits. This is tidbits. <laughs> Wednesday edition of Tidbits, Hump Day. Oh, it's all downhill from here, Matthew, from this uh, point on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Major League Baseball plays their All-Star game on the 19th, the uh, National League's starting roster will feature a rare thing. Two brothers. Two brothers have made the All-Star team. Wilson Contreras of the Cubbies. He'll be the starting catcher. Well, younger brother William of the Atlanta Braves is the team's designated hitter. Hmm. They'll be the, only the fifth set of brothers to start an all-star game together in a nine-decade history. Wow. Other sets of brothers have played in all-star games together, but not as starters. So how about that? The Contreras brothers. Wow. That family's got to be tickled, you know, for both those guys to make it. All right, you know, we deal with the heat. We've had some heat. We have. When will it get too hot for normal daily activity as we know it, even for young, healthy adults? The answer goes beyond the temperature. You see on the thermometer, it's also about humidity. And we've had plenty of that. We have. Research shows the combination of the two can get dangerous faster than scientists thought. Hmm. Studies on young, healthy men and women show that this upper environmental limit is even lower than the theorized 95 degrees. It's more like 88 at 100% humidity or 100 at 60%. Current heat waves around the globe are approaching, if not exceeding, these limits. While more cities in the U.S. are expanding cooling centers to help people escape, there will still be a lot of folks who will experience these dangerous conditions with no way to cool themselves. Nothing worse than being hot and you can't get cool. And you can't you can't cool down. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Even those with access to AC might not turn it on because of the high cost of energy or because of large-scale power outages during heat waves or wildfires becoming more common in the West. Mm. So, you know, so really when you think about it, you're starting to feel weary. Well, you're feeling weary, even though they say you're not supposed to be at that limit. Weary. Just weary. 
So how often and where would it ever hit 100% humidity? That's that's tropical. Yeah. I mean, that's just yeah. unbearable. I noticed last uh, last week we had a couple of days there where we were 80-something percent during the day. Hmm. And even though it was only like 82 or so, it, it still it it felt, felt yeah. terrible. You know. Yeah. Last night, in fact, Jessica brought me a bottle of water, and I downed that thing, you know, like, you know, I just don't drink. You, you drink water? Yeah. I, wow. <laughs> it's like, man, I was getting there. So <laughs> I appreciate, you know, all those guys' help because they come in very handy out there, you know. And, you know, our uh, colleague Karen, mm -hmm. she'll run over and get you a schedule or, yeah. you know. <laughs> nice to have them out there. Sure. This uh, says that exercise alone won't compensate for a poor diet. Mm. So you can work out and work out and work out, but they conclude that high levels of physical activity do not counteract the detrimental effects of a poor diet. Study authors add individuals who both exercise frequently and stuck to a healthy diet display the lowest mortality risk in comparison to those who were either inactive and following a poor diet, <laughs> people who exercised regularly and ate a healthy diet displayed a 17% lower all-cause mortality risk, a 19% lower cardiovascular disease mortality risk, and 27% lower mortality risk associated with certain cancers. So basically, if you're going to exercise, yeah, you know, you're still eating bad. It's not doing you much of any good at all. So uh, become a couch potato. I thought just for general health, you're supposed to be active for 30 minutes a day or something. Yeah. So you just might have asked for it. <laughs> Is that what we're getting at? Yeah. I, it's not going to do you any good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Is that where we're at now? I don't know. <laughs> you know, for the kids, it's always the, the play 60. Yeah. Here's a, uh, here's a woman that found 300 bucks in cash, an inheritance, it says, hidden inside a $6.99 thrifted coach bag, along with a juicy note about the former owner's cheating husband. Hmm. <laughs> Lenora Silverman from Philadelphia opened up about the mysterious discovery in a now viral TikTok, explaining she bought the handbag from the Salvation Army with the intention of sprucing it up. She looked inside. It's dirty, she says, right? I thought I could clean it up. So I started to work on trying to take this flap out of the bottom of the purse, and there's an envelope. Oh. Inside, $300 cash. But even more surprising, the scathing letter from the previous owner, Martha. The message read, oh. I have three children. They'll give my things to goodwill when I die. So I'm putting their inheritance inside all my favorite things. <laughs> Martha said the coach bag was given to her by her husband's girlfriend. No. <laughs> but that wasn't exactly what had happened. Okay. <laughs> all right. The note continues, well, actually, I came home early from a visit to my parents' house in Connecticut. She must have left quickly because she forgot her bag and shoes. Oh. I carry this bag every day. <laughs> I wonder if my husband 
ever knew this was his girlfriend's. I carried it daily, and I'm giving it away because my kids don't want it. So go buy yourself a new bag. Love, Martha. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, how do you do that for all those years? Women seem to have this knack of being able to keep (laughs) stuff in. You know? Never said anything. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? I don't know. (laughs) All those years pent up. That is truly, like, that's some soap opera level stuff going on right there, right? I wonder how much money she had stashed in various items the kids got rid of. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody want grandma's old jacket? No? All right. Goodwill. $1,000 here, you know, 500 there. <laughs> Quite a lady. Yeah. You know, to hold the, all that in for all yep. those years. And finally, a woman's been arrested after she spent a night locked up inside a department store. <laughs> the Naples Police Department responded to a Macy's department store. After a customer was locked inside overnight, the suspect was discovered inside the women's restroom on Monday. The woman claimed that she'd entered the store the previous day to fill out a job app. She told responding officers that she didn't know the store was closing, despite multiple announcements the previous (laughs) evening. I didn't know anything. (laughs) She said... She was scared to leave the bathroom as she thought it might set off an alarm. When pressed for information regarding her identity, she claimed she didn't have a driver's license before she provided a fake name and fake address. (laughs) After officers explained she was being detained for an overnight stay at a closed business, she handed over a driver's license claiming to be her. However, the police quickly were able to determine that she did not match the information presented on the license. So she was arrested for unauthorized possession of a driver's license, obstruction by a disguised person. I've never heard of that. Never heard of that one. Wow. And providing a false ID to law enforcement while being detained. So she got herself in a real pickle. Yeah. What do you do in a bathroom? Did she really stay in there? She probably did. What do you do all night in there? (laughs) You're right. What do you do? Why not come out of there and make some noise so you can get out? I mean, if you're actually in there by accident. Yeah. Then you shouldn't have anything to worry about. So something was fishy. Yeah. All the way around there. So, there you go. Some tidbits today. Matthew's back at the fair this evening. Yes. What merchant's building are we in? I always two. get it's two because yeah. we used to be in one. Yeah. So, it's number two. Number two. Remember that. Number two. Number two. Have you used the new restrooms there yet? No, I haven't. I haven't either. <laughs> I've directed plenty of people to them. Okay. Um, I, bet I, I bet I told four different people Monday where the restrooms are. So, you're very helpful. I am. You're like a 4-H advisor. Yeah. You know. <laughs> this way, please. <laughs> and I, I was—I actually, one of them, I overheard, these two guys were like, hey, they were asking someone else, can you tell me where the bathroom is? And the guy's like, yeah, man, go straight that way. And the way he pointed, he pointed to the Cloverleaf building. Okay. 
And they started to go into the office. All right. And so I'm walking behind them. I'm like, no, 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 man. It's it's right right straight over this way. And so. What a I, helpful guy. I directed them. All right. So anyway, have a good rest of your day. You too. And I'll see you tomorrow. All right, buddy. All right, then. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits. Tidbits.